Who the hell drives a 10 car? Eric Alarola. Yeah. One that, the one that looks like his car's <laughs> wrecked already at the beginning of the race. It is true. You said that, too. It's so <laughs> funny because you said it right before you wrecked Blaney. <laughs> On this week of Racing Addicts, we got Chip Ganaus getting, well, happy he wasn't at the track. Racing Addicts, what do you say? Racing Addicts, we're here to stay. Racing Addicts, we're having a ball. And then the Hamlin hit the wall. Welcome back to episode <laughs> five. The Racing Addicts, we're wrapping up Homestead. We got a lot to talk about, a lot of really bad blocking, uh, some really funny interview comments. We had the Clint Boyer uh, trophy toss, and Team Penske really just not having a good outing today. You know, I why did Kozlowski pit? He thought, did he think he was going to get ahead of the curve? Did he think he didn't have enough gas? Like... It, it, it was a dumb – I understand the call because you're going to make up time on fresh tires, but that is a lot of time to make up, especially when you know you're going to hit the fuel window. What is Byron's incentive to pit? He's not going to lose that much time. I no. didn't get the call. I didn't get the call at all. I mean, horrible. I mean, Bush, totally. Loose tire. He's got right. to. He, he, didn't he have a had choice. to. He didn't have a choice. And Logano was 23rd. Chance Big it. Well. Why not? You know. But uh, Kez was running seventh place. Um, unfortunately, Blaney was already done, thanks to another guy that we'll get to. But we're going to kick off this episode. We're actually going to start earlier in the week. Chip Canassi fined and suspended from Homestead this weekend for bringing in a, quote, unapproved guest to the Daytona road course race. Uh, turned out to be their social media rep. And NASCAR said, no bueno, you're out. What do you guys think? Do you think the COVID policy is just getting bananas at this point? Or do you think it's a good idea? We should be enforcing this? What do you guys think? I don't know that I agree with it. I mean, you get I get it. There's rules. I think that's one of those things where if there's nothing wrong. Yeah, if the guy comes in with COVID, gets the whole team sick, that's one thing. I feel like they had that kind of taken care of. These guys are on a very rigorous testing schedule to make sure everybody they're around is clean. The right. fact that you're going right. to get upset because... The guy that's running your social media shows up. Come on. I'm 100% with you. I think it's stupid. Yeah. Brian, why don't you weigh in? Yeah, I, I don't know why they're not practicing or qualifying. That's I think they should be. Um, as far as letting other people in, you know, test them beforehand, and if they pass, then they're good to go. But Well, and, and that's my big thing. We're in a sport that is driven by sponsors and sponsorship dollars. I'm obviously, I've been fairly vocal, I think. I'm a pretty big fan of Door Bumper Clear. I love Brett Griffin. I love all those guys. And a big thing Brett's been pushing is how hard it is to get sponsors into the sport right now because you're selling something that you can't even give them access to. Mm -hmm. And to be something like this, that it's not even a sponsor, it's like a step to a sponsor. And you're going to penalize the guy for it? I just don't. I think this needs to be loosened a little bit. I think we're... I mean, obviously, it's a whole political discussion we don't want to get into, but things are easing down a little bit. We got to get these sponsors back. We got to start helping the economics of NASCAR a little bit more. Uh, we know there's been a lot of decisions made because of the financial side, and we know the teams are hurting. I think we're at a point that you got to start making some moves to financially help these teams. Yeah, definitely. Uh, only bringing one car to the racetrack, that's one thing, but I, I don't know. To me, I think it's it's time to... Yeah. I mean, how much of it is really, uh, I mean, what, we have a little few more days of the track. 
we're going through this, we're going through that. I just don't see how, I mean, these people are together already. When they're back at Charlotte in their shop, they're not any farther away from each other than they would be at the racetrack. The difference is the oh, sleeping. I, agree. I mean, yeah, okay. We're sleeping in a camper. <laughs> like, right. Or we're, we're going home. Well, You're and, still and spending it, all day at work with each other. Well, exactly. And they're all flying on the same plane there anyway. That, that's been the biggest irony with all of this. Uh, so the spotters and the garage crew are already quarantined, and they're not allowed any contact. And there's been issues with, you know, not all the team members can celebrate when they win, the whole nine. And then they leave the racetrack and get in the same plane and fly home together. Yeah. And, I mean, that doesn't even – I mean, we're talking about the person who runs their social media. Here I have a list. I have, all, I have a list of their sponsors. Advent Health, Bryant, Cadillac, Carvana, Clover, you know – McDonald's, Monster, all these people want their product out. Yeah. How are they going to feel about their revenue when you have somebody who their social media director or whatever his position is, is refused and not allowed to be at the track? It 100% discourages more sponsors from coming in, which is the opposite of what we need to do right now. We see a situation on the five car, like on the five car, where there's not even a sponsor per se on the car like there is but it is a rick hendrick funded sponsor and that's a main operated car so we need to be encouraging sponsors it's time to dump this crap so alex when you say a derogatory terms on live streaming iRacing events it really hinders I know that is groundbreaking news. No, and, and 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 I know. I get that. I'm it's, just saying we need to encourage no, them. Nobody is saying, oh, I can't get behind the Kyle Larson book. That guy sucks. I don't want – no. I'll tell you what. In a year, I think sponsors are going to be tripping over each other to get on Kyle Larson's yeah. I'm also, as a big dirt track fan, I am just glad that he is off the dirt and back into a cup car because him in a sprint car – is scary AF. So now everybody else actually has a shot at winning. Yeah. <laughs> One thing real quick, the the Brad Kozlowski and Joey Logano deal, them pitting was never going to work out. But because um, the only way it was going to work out is if everybody else came down pit road when they did. And the leaders had no incentive being out front without a caution. Oh, come, I agree. To come oh, back and Brad, in, and with Brad being seventh, like you're you're losing. You can see what everybody's doing. Mm-hmm. You saw him go right past pit road. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I assume their plan was as they thought everybody was going to pit and they were going to try to get some laps. But a lot a lot of the teams were already saying even on the broadcast that they were going to hold it before that restart. I remember William Byron, mm-hmm. his crew chief, saying, "Hey, we can make it." Be, be nice. Yeah, there was a yeah, few, but, a few different mean, teams. In their defense on that one, it's not like they're listening to William Byron. They have people doing it, though. <laughs> uh, There's more people listening in than you think. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, but uh, Keselowski ended up 16th. Logano ended up 25th. I mean, that's... Well, that's Logano lot, didn't lose much, but... That's, that's a lot of lost spots. Yeah. Kez took a big hit. And Huge hit. Wasn't Logano in the top 10 or close to it before that? No, he was like 23rd. Yeah. He, no, 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 no. When he, I, I don't know what happened. When it went nighttime, a bunch of them just dropped, and he was one of them. I know he fell For, back, but I didn't realize that. Speaking much. of cars yeah. that fell back, and, and then had, Reddick did the opposite. So here's what's crazy, and and I, I and this is what the good tires do. What, what the good tires do is, did you guys see where Kurt Busch landed at the end of the night? Where did he end up? I missed that. 
eighth place. That's incredible. Eighth. He was a lap down. So he only lost four spots by cutting a tire. I was going to say, I was trying to figure out. Or, uh, loose wheel. I'm sorry. He didn't yeah. cut a tire. Trying to remember where he was when he pitted. And yeah, I think that was, was, uh, that was like lap. I want to say it was in the 50s. Uh, to go, yeah, something like that. Fifty to go, and so you figure Brad was he Brad pitted at forty to go, and I mean he was moving through the field. I mean he was, but just you lose way he had too like much. Like an hour to make up, like yeah. it was it was just way too much time. Shout out to the Bush boy, <laughs> that was a hell of a run. Kurt Kurt is massively impressing me in twenty twenty one. I I feel like he has shown up with a new something, like oh yeah. Let's jump back to the Xfinity race real quick. Um, just a couple little topics to cover. Uh, Brett Moffitt, man, like he has been impressive. That O2 car, very underfunded. I mean, he's going up against the JGR, the Penske, that are all top funded, good drivers. Yeah. Uh, obviously, RCR has been up there. There's been some really good runs. And Ryan Sieg always, which blows my mind. Ryan Sieg is like another guy that impresses me almost every week. Um. But Brett Moffat had a really good showing, and I apologize. I don't remember where he finished. But uh, he landed seventh. Not bad. Yeah, and, another top and, ten. I mean, I, I don't think he's finished out of the top ten this year. I don't think so. He was in the top ten all day at Homestead. Yeah. He, he's, he's been running really well. I don't think he ever for, fell For out a second-tier car, I mean, he is driving the wheels Massively. off that thing. And that's a year-old team. Yeah. They started, like, last year. Yeah. We are almost as old as them in our, in our fifth episode. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> They're doing way better than we are. Oh, I got to yeah. say, like... Light years better. Listen, there's capital involved. I'm not talking about capital letters. <laughs> and then we had a little incident with Daniel Hemrick overdrove his pit stall. And uh, I mean, good reaction time by the tire changer still took a Ooh. hit and almost was really bad for Denny Hamlin because that is Denny Hamlin's cup crew, cup crew. That That's a worry for him. Oh, my gosh. And I and at first I was like, you know, how do you do that? But I mean, I can get it. You know, you get a little bit of sweat in your eye and. You just, you go one box to the right. Well, you know what the philosopher always said, when the moon hits your eye, like a big pizza pie, that's amore. That's amore. That's amore. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it was, that's just a, those are, that, that just goes to show you the amount of uh, dedication and the amount of focus it takes for every single pit stop. I mean, oh my gosh, one yeah. quick slip stop. I mean, the guy slide in the last five feet. I yeah. mean, it's. And and he still went back to get the tires. Oh, the first thing he did, he got blown out of the box. And first thing he does is run over to get two new, more tires. Now, my thought was, here's my thought. Okay, so I now have the driver's side tires I'm putting on the passenger side. The dude on the other side of the wall that grabs the tires that only has four tires prepped is pooping his pants. Oh, yeah. Like, he's more <laughs> nervous than the guy that got hit. It's like, where do I get the next tires at? <laughs> yeah, I thought... I thought uh... I think the the tire changer there. He seemed like he hurt his wrist or something when the when the tires flew out of his hand. But uh, it, it it's a scary thing. You never want to see it happen. But like you said, everybody's just trying to get everything they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to your toughness point about the crew members, all those crew members, pretty much all of them anyway, are you know athletes in other sports that right. came over right. or military people yeah. or. They're just so I actually have a buddy. My one buddy, real actually, men. My one buddy actually works for uh, one of the bigger teams. I'm not going to say the name, Hendrick, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, he was a uh, you know an all pro tight end, and then he was uh, he was down in Houston for a little bit, and once he got cut from Houston, 
His first, he said he was on his way back here to Pennsylvania, and he got a call from Hendrick that said, hey, man, you want to come down and work for the pit crew? And he was like, I guess so. So, yeah, I mean, it's funny. It's not a bad gig. Well, you don't realize that these guys in these pit crew are actually huge. Oh, they're 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 so big. I mean, they're they're all pushing seven foot. Like, you don't realize that they look like they're real small there, but. You look at every team's jack, man, like they're just. Oh, yeah. They're just 300 pounds, you know, just. I I remember when I was younger, I used to think to myself, because I'd be playing with my dad's jack, you know, and moving it around and. I'd get a pickup because I try to be a jack man. I'm like, man, they throw this thing around like it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna say too. I think I think they definitely try to lighten the jack, but it's still heavy. I mean, it's still gonna hold up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's still gonna hold the car in the air. <laughs> yeah, they are men among boys. Literally, have you seen all the drivers this year? Oh, Reddick's like two and a half feet tall. Well, and he's like twelve. <laughs> I mean, we're, I mean, literally boys. I mean, half the guys out there. Listen, when Ty Gibbs is like the oldest person, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, some of them in Xfinity or Arca, barely, oh my gosh. barely got their driver's license. Like, like right on his Jackman's like, shoulders. Yeah, I just yeah. And we're gonna move this, along to the most controversial topic, probably. Well, we're gonna probably we're the at. most controversial topic of the night: the Noah Gragson David Starr incident with three laps to go. I think I'm the only one that has the particular opinion. Go ahead and let's tell you what. Brian, what do you feel about it? What um, should have happened? I think I'm actually mostly on Alex's side. Um, it's just an unfortunate thing, really. Um, Star blew it. I think he, I think he had something go wrong with the right front there, losing air, and it just took off for the wall. And uh, Gregson, you know, didn't have anywhere to go. I think I think Gregson's thought process was that Star went into that corner in like the middle of the track. And Gregson was taking the top like he had been and, you know, thought that Starr was giving him the top. And that's the reason he stayed top. But listen, I will say that it is a little different in Miami. But for the most part, you enter the corner in the center when you're running the top lane. And you slide yourself to where you belong. Gregson was flying before he cut that tire. He was going to hit him regardless. Yeah. He if you're if you have a lap traffic coming that slow, you go away from him. If he's looking like he's in the middle, you go low. And that's fair. It, you it, go low. He probably should have, but I the part I could at least understand, Star was leaning middle, so it looked like he was gonna Star have a was lane. going thirty five miles an hour. <laughs> Not at corner entry though. He, you're right. He was probably forty there. <laughs> like it, it, he he was not moving. And like most lap traffic, he was up and out of the way. And Gregson, I don't know if he wanted to look cool and have a quick. Like, I don't know, but he's a little cocky. So he hit probably that, a little he bit hit of that. the back of that car. He hit the back of that car harder than my mom dropped me on my head as a child. <laughs> <laughs> that answers a lot of questions. <laughs> that answers the important questions. <laughs> I will say I did enjoy Gregson's comments. I think he's going to get in trouble for them. And I believe they were a little bit unfounded. Uh, what did he say again? Uh, basically referred to Star as one of the many dipheads out on the track. A dip poop. Dip poop. Well, it let was me a tell dip you poop. What. In my opinion, he's a dip poop. <laughs> <laughs> and not only is he a dip poop, he's a nincompoop. He's a nincompoop. <laughs> so, I mean, you just, you're in the lead. You have the whole world by the cherries and you're all you have to do is not hit that dummy 
He missed. <laughs> he hit him. He hit him. <laughs> the only thing I want to point out is I think I'm not, I'm not trying to put fault on Gregson because I don't think he has any. But and you will be wrong with that. <laughs> when, <laughs> when Byron had lap cars in front of him at the end of the cup race, he went to the bottom and stayed as far away as possible. You know, well, I think Gregson helped Did you him. check who won the cup race? <laughs> that would be William Byron. By like what, six seconds? <laughs> yes. It was something, I mean, it wasn't that much, but it was a lot. It was Greg, close. I think it was five. Yeah. And Gregson was up by like eight or nine yeah. when that happened. Yeah. Like so. He literally could have like, I don't know, Stop this car, let that guy go, and then pick back up and go again. Yeah, there there was no reason to pass Star at that point. but No. But ended up being a, a first-time win for me at Snyder. Uh, I really thought Tyler Reddick was going to have him on the last lap, and it turns out it wouldn't have mattered anyway because he got DQ'd. But great race to the finish. And as always, like every other weekend on a mile-and-a-half track, Xfinity had the best race, I oh, think, yeah. of the weekend. They just... Definitely. Now, the, Reddick... Those did, cars just are fun to watch. He did finish second, and he was DQ'd, so he, I think he ended up at 40, 40th. I want to say Ish. it was 40th. It was something like that. So he got DQ'd because his uh, the, the height on the back of his car was wrong. R- ride height rule, yeah. So you want to explain what exactly that is? Uh, so every car has a, has a ride height rule in the front and the rear, and uh, basically what that is is they don't want... They got to keep the cars somewhat equal that they can't be low to the lower than other cars to the track. So everybody has a minimum and a maximum that they have to meet and be in with, within that range. And it's and a was, fairly tight. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a fairly tight area. I don't, I don't know was, what the measurement is. Was but he it's above a or below? Do we know? What's that? Was he above or below? I want to say he's below. I, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, that would be the advantage. Yeah, I yeah, wouldn't I see. A, I wouldn't see so, an advantage to being high. So how? So obviously he passed pre-race inspection where they right. checked that. So how during the race do they change that? So the the goal is from the engineering side, because obviously the race teams are always trying to find that competitive edge that's going to give them that extra tenth to get them the win. Yeah, and these engineers are designing shocks that actually will give to get the car lower during the race. And then at the end of the race, they, they are supposed to come back up but the idea, and and you can always make the argument of whether it was malicious, intentional, or just a part failure. Basically, what happened is the car did not come back up to the required ride height range. Okay. At the end of the race. So basically, once these cars get up to speed, they're expecting the g-force of the the wind to push the car down. Right, which so, it's going to do. So they basically, so they yeah, but they make the springs weak enough that they do that. But then they hope that when it slows down. It picks the car. They're supposed to recover, right? That's the idea. Yeah, whether it was malicious or not, we don't know. I was watching. I was watching a race uh, last week from I think two thousand eight, maybe back when they were fast and like four inches off the ground, (laughs) and and better racing. Honestly, I I was sitting there and it was like the angle down the back stretch at Daytona, and you could see daylight from the front, like looking at the nose of the car. You could see out the end, the back end of it. That's how high they were. And I was like, wow. And it puts more driver in the car. Mm, Less arrow, more driver. One of the cool things about back then that you saw the cars do back then is when they're under hard braking, the nose would dive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And almost like <laughs> almost like how uh how Blaney's nose dived at Daytona. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly, exactly I think he had a little yeah, help, yeah. didn't he? <laughs> wet tire or wet grass. <laughs> wet everything. 
<laughs> All right, so moving into Sunday's race, I'd say the only thing really interesting that happened pre-race, well, besides Danny Hamlin failing again. I It brought... It cheater, made the day a little cheater, brighter. pumpkin eater to the back <laughs> was... Uh, well, Clint got the trophy toss. That cracked me up. <laughs> Clint, Clint freaking Boyer. That personality... Just amazing. You know, it DW had some pretty big shoes to fill, and I think he did a fairly well job. I think he nailed it. They kind of threw some shade at the NFL a little bit with the finding the Lombardi trophy in the in the creek and or uh oh pond, yeah. Pond, whatever, and then Clint threw it on the ground. Uh, I don't know that they like that, but that's right. It was a CBS Super Bowl. Fox won't care. Well, they weren't yeah, watching. That's a good point. That's a great point. I think probably the only other exciting things we had today was just really, really dumb blocking and slide jobs and just package deal today. Yeah, totally. Like I said earlier, I mean, Chip, we know he was suspended from the race today. He did not want to see. He, he I guarantee you that dude's TV's broken at his house. <laughs> After watching Chastain about wreck himself going into oh my three. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, I... I don't even know how to describe the amount of reckless driving he had today. Horrible. A lot. Horrible. A lot. There was at least three or four times that the camera caught that he was he was all over the place. Yeah, and he wasn't exactly in prime positioning, so he wasn't exactly <laughs> in the camera that often. No, definitely not. <laughs> and there was one that I think we even missed. You brought it up because Chase pushed the 42 the whole way down one of the front stretches. So Yeah, so... <laughs> I'm guessing he did something. <laughs> the camera kind of went to it right as Chase was pushing him down the front stretch, but something must have happened between them in the in the corner before because Chase pushed him the whole way to turn one. I mean, that was... He wasn't happy for sure. <laughs> Tell you what, there is a lot of pressure on that 42 to perform this season, and this is not a good time to be making that many enemies. Because no. he ticked off, I think, a lot. Well, especially the 21. Mm-hmm. 21 should have just sent him. Oh, yeah. yeah when Matty D's a nice guy. <laughs> when you're blocking that low, <laughs> it, it takes all you can not to just run him over and say, Well, hey, I mean, how about the block that Hamlin had on Brad? Or uh, MTJ, his oh, teammate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nothing like ticking off your own team, right? <laughs> Listening to Truex's uh, audio afterwards was, was pretty funny. He was a little tech. Like um, every right to be. <laughs> I, I agree. It was a dumb block, and again, it, it got somebody else the stage win. So I loved it. I think it was he, beautiful. Didn't years ago at the All-Star Race, he did that to Kyle Busch, or Kyle Busch did that to him or something? Probably. <laughs> something off a of turn two, I forget. But... um. That sounds Hamlin-esque. <laughs> you know, I think he's learned from that. So, Apparently not. And then I think the only other really aggressive, aggressive block we had was uh, uh, Amarola took out the 12 car. Yeah. And the 10 car. But that's... I, I tweeted at Amarola and just put hashtag not clear. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> no, definitely not wrong. Um, yeah, I don't know what Blaney could have done there. That was... Yeah, you're... You're along for the ride at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Blaney's it, not had a good start. No, he is off to it. Blaney's average finish is actually worse than Corey LaJoy's. <laughs> is it really? The road course they didn't Mitch, have. we miss you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Speaking of Corey LaJoy, <laughs> shout out to our buddy, not here tonight, <laughs> Mitchell Muma, our Southern addict affiliate. <laughs> Corey did make it to like lap 50, though. He did. He did well. 
Had this been an Xfinity race, he would have actually beat Natalie Decker. <laughs> That's most people in an Xfinity race. <laughs> I mean, if you can keep the car going straight, it's pretty, it's pretty good. I think that's the problem. They keep it going straight. <laughs> <laughs> they miss the four turns. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. But Blaney had, didn't have good speed at the road course like I thought he would. No, no I mean, he, he not. he's, I think by far this year, Blaney is going to be my disappointment so far. Yeah. First few races, Blaney is definitely the big disappointment. I mean, he didn't have good speed today either. I mean, he no, was it's just 15 on par. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, one quick Penske note. I I think for the first time in at least two years, Brad Keselowski won two spots on pit road. That was amazing. I, that, I, that was the win right there. That was it. I mean, that the the silver lining, the golden turd. There, <laughs> the <was>. golden turd. <laughs> hey, we may have finished sixteenth, but we won. We picked up two spaces on pit road yeah. once. I think they're celebrating tonight. Pit road can pit crew can take off Monday and. The- just look at some film or something. Don't have to do group practice. <laughs> For the first time in four years, <laughs> the number two pit crew did something. Yeah. Then next week, they'll lose 20 spots on pit road. Yeah, well, you're not wrong there. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. And the crazy thing out of all of this, it, is Michael McDowell a championship threat? Another top 10 this week. He's third in points in the number 34 car. I mean, that's a little bit of a stretch for me. <laughs> All right, so so let's let's do a prediction because we we like okay. predictions. We know he's going to make the top sixteen. He won Daytona. Obviously, he's got that locked in. Does he advance past the top sixteen? And if he does, how far does he go? All right, I got a question for you. What happens when twenty drivers win races this year? We'd have to clarify that. Yeah. I think if you win, you still go in. So the one year they modified the rules because Jeff Gordon didn't make it. So I would assume if somehow we get. 17 different winners this year, which I, I don't see happening. But, I think, I mean, I think that's not a big stretch. I mean, look at who's won so far. We got three today, could have been Chris Busher. I, I mean, thought he had a go shot. Figure, there's going to be three Penske wins from three different drivers, I, I'd imagine. I think that's a fair estimation. You know, you're going to have at least, I mean, everybody from Hendrick's going to get a win. I think, yeah. it'd, be, I think it'd be a huge disappointment so. if they didn't. Honestly, the the only Hendrick guy that I would have questioned getting a win won today. Yeah. So I yeah, I'd say. Uh you look at all the Gibbs racing cars, a lot of those guys are gonna get wins. And again, the one guy that would have been a question at Gibbs already, already got a win. So I mean you have a lot of solid racers that are having There's a, eight, a really bad beginning of the year. Plus McDowell already won, so we're assuming twelve wins. So we still need to count a few more. We know Harvick's gonna win. He has Harvick's to Harvick's gonna win. Does think, anybody else from Stuart Haas win? I don't know. Uh, maybe Briscoe at the dirt track, but other than that, I, I don't know. So there's some potential to your theory. I, I mean, it's not far And then we have all these other... I mean, there are a lot of really good young racers in this right now. A lot. And there's a lot of unknowns. And, and go ahead and put Matty D on that list, because I still think he's going to go to win this year. He, he looks like to. crap this so far. <laughs> oh, he did. Yeah, how about Chris Buescher, though? I think uh, nobody really saw that coming. I guess Mitch did call that out kind of last did, week. Yeah, but, he uh, did. Mitch did. credit where it's due. <laughs> but also, I mean, how much credit are we really given there? I mean, he ran great for the first 100 laps. They, yeah, they didn't keep up with the track at all. He, 17th or 18th. Yeah, that's that's the unfortunate thing is once the sun went down, he dropped like a rock. 19th. Him and Logano both. Yeah, the 17th went back to 19th. Yeah. But props to his teammate, Ryan Newman, 
Newman had, and I, you know, finished eighth put, or ninth. Put Newman on that list. You think? I think Newman, the way he's driving, I think he has to get a win this year. Well, I, dude I, has heart. I agree. He has to get a win. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think for his career, he has to get a win. Listen, if Roper can make the playoffs, Roper's not making the playoffs. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I appreciate your optimism. <laughs> Neither of these things are happening. Yeah, well, Al Guyer hasn't finished the race of years, so I don't want to hear it. I mean, listen, okay, my picks are terrible so far this year. All right, I, I love my guys. I'm loyal to them. It's still going to be a good season, even though they haven't done a dang thing so far. Except Todd Gilliland is my guy in trucks. And dear God, that's a long sound effect. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'll see you guys in about half an hour. When the <laughs> you have got to be kidding. <laughs> but my guy in trucks, Todd Gillen, right now is leading the class of my drivers Gillen because he's like it. he's like sixth in points, and that's like winning compared to all my other drivers. So Daniel Suarez <laughs> finished fifteenth today. Are we thinking that impressive. is is that is that impressive? It's a brand new team, new owners, and honestly, a driver that hasn't really done a whole lot so far in his career. He's got a top fifteen. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. I guess. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm. I mean, get McDowell. I'm giving like, okay, he might have a. This squirrel might have a little bit of vision. He's not quite a blind. I like McDowell, and he's still finding nuts. I haven't quite given him full, uh, full binocular vision. He's not at twenty twenty yet. He's like a, a five twenty, or five five. I don't even know what vision is. I know I have twenty twenty, but that's twenty twenty good. Five twenty bad. Five twenty bad. <laughs> Uh, Suarez, a blind squirrel. Oh, I agree. And I, I, I think he's a blind squirrel. Like he's like the blind squirrel from from Ice Age. We had a weekend full of racing, minus the trucks. And from what it seems, Xfinity seems to be putting the real show on this year, just I'm, like last season. I mean, Cup is Cup is Cup. I mean, yeah, you got your big names, you got your big sponsors, you got your boring races. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty consistently. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, go figure. I mean, of course, Xfinity is going to be more exciting. The average age is like fourteen. That's true. I mean, the, the nice thing about racing, even a boring race, is still a good day. Yeah. Like I, I I'm, I'm still going to watch it, and I'm still going to love it. But Xfinity still is a better show. So Alex actually had to come to my house to watch the game, the yes. race, because somebody lost power at their house. Oh. Yeah, that's. I tried to sell them on a backup generator. And I tried to sell them on a backup generator. I'm buying one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what what the interweb folks what you guys don't understand is uh the da- the upload speed here in uh, central pennsylvania is somewhere around four uh, four megabytes no just four oh just four <laughs> <laughs> it's literally easier to drive this stuff to google on a floppy disk so <laughs> But as we wrap up another week of the racing addicts next week we are going to Vegas, baby. That's Woo-hoo. right. We are going to play the odds. We're going to do some blackjack. We're going to do some gambling. This is not going to end well for David, guys. So <laughs> I'll be looking for a new co-host next week if anyone's interested. <laughs> so we're in Vegas. We got the cards. We got the cars. We got the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Derek Carr. Oh, come yeah. on. Does anybody even like the Raiders? I can't I, think of one I single of one Oakland Raider soul. fan. <laughs> Oh. Who I, y'all suck. <laughs> so not only does Brian have really bad taste in NASCAR drivers, it carries right over. It carries right. Who do you like in baseball? You like the you probably like the 
Pittsburgh Pirates. You're going to hate that answer. I'm a Yankee fan. Oh, so. is he Yankee? Oh, so at least he picked a team that wins. <laughs> it's because you grew up in the 90s. Hey, the Raiders. You grew won. up in the 90s. They won like, I don't know, 14 world championships in the 90s. Hey, the Raiders won in the 80s. You know, give me a little break. <laughs> we weren't even born yet. <laughs> I watch a lot of classic ESPN. <laughs> What's the difference between an Eagles fan and a Cowboys fan? Cowboy fans still own VHS players. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. all right. So we're looking to Vegas. Uh, Alex, who is your wild card pick to take the green white checkered? I think, I think I'm going Joey Logano. It's him or Brad K. You think I'm going 22 or two or maybe 12. You know what? I'm taking Penske. You're just going to go with Penske? I'm just taking Penske. I think a Penske car lands in victory lane Sunday. I think Saturday, probably a Penske car lands in victory lane. And Friday, it's a crapshoot. Any of them. I'll take Todd Gilliland because he's my driver. Okay. Brian, who are you taking at Vegas? Uh, man, I'll take Sean and Creed in the trucks just because I'll take Harrison Burton in the Xfinity. Let me guess, not, Chase Elliott and Cup. Not showing my biasm <laughs> at all. Um, I don't feel like Hendrick really does real well at Vegas, though. So I'm going to go with Kurt or Kyle Busch, just hometown. I don't know. So I'm going with Gillen in the I, truck series. All right. Bold. It's a bold move, Cotton. Probably it's, not going to pay off. Xfinity, I'm going to pick the same driver I pick every week because he is always there. That's right. The number two. Give it to me, Alex. That would be uh, Austin Sendrick. Austin freaking Sendrick. 22 you know, Penske car. Did you know that him and Ty Gibbs had the same middle name? Freaking. Yeah, freaking. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Clinton has that too. And yeah, there's a few others. <laughs> and for the cup, I think Austin Dillon's going to get his fourth cup win. Thank Austin Dillon at Vegas. That's. I know. I see it. That was a really bad whistle. There you go. Second time's always better. <laughs> Austin Dillon. That's right. Austin Dillon, ladies and gentlemen. Get out your checkbooks. He is going to take another big check home. So the good news is, guys, this means we know who's winning next week at Vegas. Yeah, it's probably going to be Kyle Larson. Probably, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So looking back at uh, our picks for last week, we didn't do so hot. I mean, I picked Brad in a uh, very, very typical pick. Right. Clearly, we're not biased at all here. No. no. I hate the Penske cars. I love them to death. I mean, what? <laughs> uh, so, Alec, uh, I went with Brad. It did not go well. Alex, who'd you go with? Uh, I picked Kyle Larson. Mm. Um, who else did I pick? I picked some other. Oh, I, I picked him and Reddick. Oh, and Reddick was actually a close Reddick was second, and Larson was fourth. Yeah, Does that mean I finished sixth? I don't know how that works. How does the math work? Uh, I have to check people? the fantasy league for that. <laughs> have you checked the fantasy league, Brian? <laughs> I did a little bit, not much. Before we get to that, where did you? Uh, who did you pick for last week? I picked Larson, um, Harrison Burton, and Sheldon Creed, I believe. All very bad picks. Did you also vote for Biden? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, but his vote, vote changed at like 3 o'clock in the morning. It was so weird. <laughs> how about Suarez finishing in the top 15? He was... Uh, I think eight spots ahead of Bubba Wallace, and I, 
I had a lot of people telling me the bubble was going to set the world on fire this year. Oh, man, we're going to get canceled already. <laughs> so we can't I, have the okay, bubble hate okay. already. I put Bubba in my fantasy league today. I had so much potential. I thought, you know, if there's a chance he's going to drive well, it's a nice accelerating track. Put your freaking pedal to the metal and go. You know, uh, there's a lot of variables that make it an easier. Now I'm not saying it's easier, but it's an easier win. And I expected Bubba with the amount of horsepower he has under that car. I expected him to do better. So that uh, pretty much wraps up our episode. Uh, my name is David Good. We got Mr. Brian Hayberger to Yo. my right. Yo. And directly across from me sitting is the prestigious mm-hmm. Alexander it Collins does. Beitzel. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good week. Holla. Holla at your mama, baby. Racing addicts, what do you say? Racing addicts, we're here to stay. Racing addicts, we got a show. We're talking about NASCAR today.